0: Welcome back. We're back. It's another episode of Unemployed and it's your host, Anna Roisman. I am here with my lovely friend, Ellen, my very employed friend, Ellen. Ellen, what's up? just winding down the year finishing up some projects uh, that's um, what work people say I, I got you a lot of people have already been sending me those automated replies do you have one of those ready to go i don't because the thing
1: about me is i'm a freelancer so i don't have pto <laughs> so any work days that are available i'm gonna take them because that's good I want to get paid, you know? Yeah,
0: I hear you. But they gotta are, say, they're paying me for holidays,
1: which is really nice. Oh, that's and good. Like more day. money
0: for Like holiday. a full
1: day rate for a holiday, like Christmas, New Year's Day. That's
0: Christmas. lovely. Yeah. Company, you know, some of them have a heart. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice to hear. Um, it's nice
1: to experience.
0: I got paid for the holidays when I had my full time job. But other than that, <laughs> snooze, you lose. I mean, like when we worked on HQ, we were paid, you know, during the holidays. But, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. that was still freelance work. Um Wait, you reminded me. Speaking of freelance work, so I've done a couple of gigs lately, right? <laughs> I've gigged. I've been gigging. She's back on the gig <laughs> She's game, a girl. Um, yeah, no, I've I've filmed a couple things, and they were great and safe, and I felt safe on set. But chasing these payments is like chasing waterfalls. I I can't. Tell you how I'm waiting on a check for a job from like October and I did the dumbest thing. I've like emailed back and forth, you know, and you have to like be like, hey, like uh, just checking in. Just checking in again. Yeah, yeah, it's me. Remember me? Poor Anna. And I I did that job like in October and I was just wondering if I was going to get paid anytime soon. You know, like usually people don't wait
1: 20 months. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the end of the year. I mean, you'd think people would want to get those invoices. Yeah, out. wrap shit up for yeah, absolutely. Or otherwise I'm gonna
0: bother you on Christmas Eve I'm gonna send you that New Year's Eve email being like hi um yeah the first is tomorrow and I need to pay my fucking rent so give me my check um no but really I so I did this one job uh actually this never aired or anything which is kind of funny I did this one job and I, and they were like um they were like it's actually being delayed but we'll pay you for half of it up front like first you know what I mean so I got mm-hmm. like half my check that's great nice. And then I invoiced them for the second half, like right away. They were like, Yeah, just send it because we don't know when this thing is going to air. Uh, spoiler never aired. And then I emailed them and I was like, Oh, can I? Uh, here's my second invoice. They're like, Great, great, great. I never got that check. Never got that check. I emailed again, like November, still didn't seem to have it anywhere. Mm. December 1st, yeah. whatever. Couldn't find it. Last week, she's like, That's so weird. They sent it out on this date and, like, I don't know, they're going to cancel it and they'll send you a new one, but it'll okay. probably get there sometime in January. That happened? That True. happens. Yeah. And I know the mail is really like fucked up. Like I've been yeah. to the post office and they were like FedEx if you want anything to get there like this time of year. Yeah. So then the other day Jared was cleaning up and no joke he like found, he's like what's this envelope that has your name on it.
1: And it's that fucking check. It was there the
0: whole time. She must, this girl must think I am an insane person, which I guess, you know, debatable. But I was like, I write her an email, write her in like, OMG, so not professional. I'm like, OMG. Like (laughs) as if I'm texting, you know, my best friend. I'm like, oh my God, can you believe this? (laughs) I found the check I blamed Jared I was like oh, my boyfriend had it in a pile of his mail can you believe that the check was there this whole time oh yeah blame it on
1: Jared yeah, yeah.
0: and then she was like um it's a little too late as they already canceled it and re- it's sent oh, you a new one a, so uh, now you have to wait for the new one I had to rip oh. it up in front of my own eyes and be like Anna why did you do that
1: why
0: so dumb so checks dumb checks
1: feel so archaic now I feel like everything should be direct deposit, positive
0: even small things I know. I'm waiting on this other this other job I did again October, November, I'm like they even were like, Hey, can you fill out a direct deposit form? And I was like, Can I? Boy, would I love to? And <laughs> still nothing. I got one of those oh. like 0.1 cents to like confirm that my account works or oh something. My
1: God, yeah.
0: And then I wrote back, I'm like, hey, is that gonna is that, is that pending one cent gonna change anytime soon? And they're like,
1: january 11th and i was like who where what the fuck january 11th what a random what I is know. that how many days know. is that
0: anyway for all the employers who are listening to this if you hire freelancers we appreciate that money as soon as possible i know sometimes it's like you have a, accounts payable you know whatever it's another department but like come on in a pandemic
1: pay them as soon as possible Yeah,
0: Yeah. yes we need to get paid that's the thing it's like rent comes around insurance comes around you know these things have to be paid every month I know but how about that $600 stimulus check huh Oh, my God. What am I going to do with that? Someone wrote me. They're like, you're a celebrity. Why would you be able to qualify for that? A I'm like, celebrity. oh, honey, uh, let's talk about how I work one day a week right now. I'm like, no, I need that $600. I'm going to buy a lollipop. I'm going to
1: buy some shoes or something. Really? It feels No, i don't know i'm gonna continue to pay off my iphone yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) i don't know what i'm gonna do oh my god we have a very fun episode today she is a friend of mine she is such a funny comedian she has the most amazing tiktoks and instagram and like all over the place but really you have to check out her podcast got it from my mama she does it with her mom they are like two of the same person, but like different generations. They are so funny. And bravo. Don't sleep on this podcast. You better pick it up. It's an it's your next reality show. OK. Real Housewives. No, we need the Jews of New York City. Um, We've got Tori Piskin on the pod. Hi. Uh,
2: hi. That was such a professional intro. I Thank mean, you. oh, my God. I feel like there should be like a live audience, but I'm seeing just photos of my uh grandpa, like dead people in front of me. It's like photos of my nephew in my parents' den and dead people. Uh, dead dogs. I'm just There's staring more... at a wall. So you know. Exactly. There's more dead dogs in this house, photos of dead dogs than me. Really? Um, yeah, my mom like loves her dead dogs.
0: I have like she... I drew one of the dead dogs, one of our dogs that died. I I sketched one and they framed it and it's like on the windowsill, which is like kind of weird, but...
2: (laughs) Okay. My ex did that when my dog died and it was the worst thing I've ever seen. But at least your mom could say, like, okay, like, this is... It's the daughter, but, like, my boy... (laughs) It was, like, the worst thing. I had to pretend it was nice. Then for, like, six months of our relationship, I had this, like, like awful painting, like, kindergarten painting of my dead dog (laughs) hanging above us. I was like, this is the most uncomfortable. Like, I am so turned off. And it was your ex. (laughs) It was my ex. And, like, the, the the painting of the dog came over he came over the the painting was in a trash bag meanwhile I'm like the dolls already dead like this is such a weird symbol you know yeah <gasps> oh my god it's so good to see you I miss you I know she, she used to live here in Williamsburg and now you're an la gal I would randomly see you in Williamsburg I would randomly see you a lot. Well, not a lot. I saw you once during the pandemic randomly. That was so exciting. That, that was like both of I feel like that was like one of our first times like
0: out, like yeah. in a mask out. I was buying like, what was I buying?
2: Wine? and You were buying like, you're like, oh, there's a two for one deal. I was like, are we at Costco or in Williamsburg? Like, <laughs> What are you talking about?
0: The, I know Williamsburg turned like it was like a fancy like cocktail bar. And I was like, oh, man, people are struggling. They're just selling off their wine list. Like get yeah. in on this. Uh, But I remember seeing you and I was like, oh, my God, wait, we can't touch. Like, we're so far away. You know, we were very new to the quarantine. Yeah.
2: And it was funny. At the time, I kept trying to get this, like, guy to come over (laughs) because I was just like, that's like, I'm insane. And I was (laughs) trying to get him to come over. Then he was telling me. Then we met up in the park. Now, this is like. In the middle of pandemic, it's March, it's freezing. No one's on the streets in New York City. It's like 10 p.m. on a Saturday. (laughs) I felt like I was in a movie set. I meet him. This was like, I think, like literally the night I saw you. Or sorry, the day I saw you. Then this is what I did this night. Then I go to whatever that park is by our, uh, by your apartment in Williamsburg. McCarran. So I go there, but it's like like no one's there. Yeah. Like what, what? What? I'm a fucking weirdo. So I go. I'm like, this is it. Like I, I just want to like hook up. Like it's fine. You were he meeting likes, him
0: there, like it was planned. It was planned. We've already we we, we like
2: known it each sounds other, like but- you're
0: like, I'm just gonna go to the park and like pick up a dude in Williamsburg.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no one was out. Like literally. So we start talking, and he's sitting so far away. He's so scared of the pandemic. Which, like, at the time, I feel so stupid now, thinking like. That I sh- I should have been scared like I was taking it so casually and he was like yeah I'm really scared of COVID because I have like an autoimmune disease and I was like oh I have Lyme disease like what do you have and he was like well I have celiac disease I was like I was like I don't think you the fact you can't eat bread is going to affect yeah, like your no. COVID but then he literally I was like making it very clear I just wanted to like hook up and he was like no it was the it was a very interesting. um
0: I love that you were like I have Lyme disease you and he's like celiac and you're like mm, doesn't count <laughs> sorry <laughs> I just like I don't
2: know <laughs> yeah
0: we're gonna write that one off because too many people abuse the celiac one that's why yeah. we feel that way you know when people are like oh I'm gluten-free like my camp friends I'm like mm, you eat a lot of carbs
2: and they're like no but I shouldn't anymore and I'm like oh right okay. Okay. Or there are people that will be like, I'm kind of gluten free. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Like if I'm drunk, you you know, oops, I'll yeah. have pizza. And it's like, shut yeah. up. <laughs> um, anyway, so then you moved in the pandemic, right? Yes. You moved. I did. I remember like you texted me and you're like, because we were, okay, Tori and I, can I just say, we were really on the tie dye. Look at me. I'm in a tie dye sweatshirt. We were yeah, like wait. obsessing over the tie dye. Where's your tie dye?
2: I know. Hello, I, sh- Ellen's I don't. in it. I'm Didn't you it. get the memo? We're all wearing tie-dye. You guys <laughs> told me. I don't have any tie-dye besides that. Like one bad experience. I think I kept texting you, DMing you about. It. I bought a tie-dye sweatsuit from China, and I did. I was like, I'm not spending a hundred. So I was like, I'll spend because right, we were drinks. getting the
0: ads. I was like, sending yeah. you the ads on Instagram. I was like, Are you? I'm getting all these ads. Yeah, right. Wait, we so became, You ordered one.
2: Yeah, I feel like that's when you know you like started a like a true pandemic friendship. If your Instagram and feed is just all the tie dye ads you've been getting, and you're like, Wait, yeah. what do you think of this one? And so I got it, and I kept being like, Do you think it's okay? And you're like, I don't know. It was from China. It took like three months to get. And then I got it and it was it on the website it claimed it was a, like a sweat material. It was like something like a co- you would get it like a costume store. Like I don't know fashion oh, no. but like it was like my friend said polyester maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. It wasn't I, it warm. Was it worst. wasn't
0: like No, gosh. no. It was like
2: it was like a co- like like the material of like a costume you get the store. Right. And I tried <laughs> returning it. I could not speak to them you know, I was writing. I, I I pulled this out. I go. I have a really big following on Instagram, and I'm gonna write everyone and tell them your thing because I just wanted my money back. I love w- doing that. And then you're I, like, I'm I, listen to
0: what's coming out of my mouth. You're like, I'm verified, yeah. bitch. <laughs> yeah.
2: So give me my sweatsuit. Then I think <laughs> I tried to go through PayPal to get my money back, and then I tried to go to, through Bank of America. I don't think I ever got the money back, but I. Did a video on TikTok about it, and I was like, I thought I was getting this, but what I got was this, and it did really well. So I was like, all right, I guess I, like, spend $53 on, like, a good TikTok video.
0: I was going to say, there you go. That costume came in handy, you know what I right, mean? Right, now, yeah. Now it's a costume for a video. <laughs> right. <laughs> um I love your videos, though. You've been doing such funny ones lately, too. I love The Undoing. Killed it. Oh, thank you. Killed The thank Undoing. You. Yeah.
2: Well, um, I loved your notebook. Oh, wait, this reminds me. So my mom... Like, I don't know how she found you. But first, she thought you were someone else for, like, maybe months. And she was, like, your friend, like, Alexandra, like, who has lime, And, like, you guys don't even really look that similar. You just both have, like, brown hair. She was, like, I think she's, like, a comic. I was, like, what do you mean? And she's, like, well, she posts all these really funny videos. I think she, like, wants to be a comic. I was, like, what are you talking about? Like, but my friend A- Alexander, she does like videos, but more about Lyme disease. But they'll be funny, but like, you know, she's not singing or anything like your videos. Yeah. So my mom's like, no, but she's really good. Like, I think she should pursue comedy. She <laughs> thought. so and then she, like, showed me you. And I, I was like, this does not sound right. And then she showed me you. And I was like, no, that's my friend. And then and then she, like, keeps doing it, though. She's, like, brought this up, like, five times being like, no, I think she, like, should be a comic. I was like, this person is a comic. Like, relax. Well,
0: we, we, like, did a video together. I did one of your videos. And yes. And you brought me over. It was so fun. We were in your apartment. And then I feel like it was soon after that you're, you must have posted it and your mom, like, followed me. And then she was like, she like would comment too. She'd be like another funny one. And I'm I'm like, Oh my God. I love when moms, I'm really good with moms. You know, my mom's insane. And I was just like, I love that she's watching my stuff. Like it's a real fan. (laughs) She thought I was someone
2: else. Wait, do we talk about your mom for a second? With my sister?
0: Oh my God. Yeah. Well, my mom, so Tori's sister moved to Philly and she tried and She's living in the the building my parents lived in for many years, and um, which we love and miss. And uh, they have a cool apartment now. They're like right nearby, and so Tori was like, "Oh, you're." And my mom's a dentist. Your dad's a dentist. They have a lot in common, you know. They're both. Yeah. Two- my mom's from Long Island. She doesn't like me to say that publicly, so I love to say it. But yeah. <laughs> so you like sent me your sister's number. I sent it to my mom. But this was also earlier in the summer or in the pandemic. When did they I m- think it was I like- was
2: like? I think I was like, "Oh, if you're ever in Philly, like, if you want to do like a duet." Like, because my sister teaches Pilates when right. I was all online.
0: And you told me, I was like, oh, my mom's been trying to do at-home workouts. Something, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh,
2: here's her number. And then, like, my sister was here. And now my sister's, like, the opposite of me. She's, like, really, like, shy. I mean, with, when it comes to fitness, she's like, wait, like wakes up, you know. But, like, so she's like, I was here. And I was like, <laughs> she, who is she that? She
0: must if she teaches it. <laughs> You're like fitness she wakes up but
2: otherwise she, that girl's asleep. Damn. Well, I feel bad. I'm like really not promoting my sister well. No, but my sister's like I'm just saying she's not like a she's not like she's, a funny person. She's not she's sleeping not perf- at all. a
0: performer. Yeah, well, she well, is a performer, but she's, she's not like
2: she was a ballerina for the New York City Ballet. So she's a performer with her body, but she's not like a funny person. She's not, like, making jokes. So my sister's like, I just got over the phone with this woman. Like, Tori, do you know her? I was like, who? She's like, Anna, like, Anna Roisman. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, she's my friend. And she's like, I was like, she called you? And she's like, you know, her mom. And I was like, but what did she call about? And my sister was like, I don't know. She wants to, like, hang out with me. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. No, because you sent me your sister's number and you were – I was like, oh, my mom
0: has a lot of young friends and, like – you know, um, she's always at the park, at the Washington Square Park yeah. with her dog or whatever. And, like, she, I was, like, she could connect her. She has young friends with babies who live in the St. James, uh, I should take, who live in that building. Oh, okay. And so I was, like, I texted my mom. And then I saw you were there for, like, I don't know, Jewish holidays or something yeah. a while ago. I'm, like, Mom, why didn't you get in touch with my friend Tori's sister? And she was, like, oh, well, she's, she's like, well, what am I going to do? I'm not, like, hanging out with people. like, Right. So then you were there again. I go, Mom, you got to get in touch with Tori's sister. So I texted her again. <laughs> I don't expect her to call someone. like No, but message. I
2: I think if your mom had said, I mean, I don't know what that went down the phone call. But maybe I don't if your either. mom had said like, oh, I, I know a lot of young people. Maybe I can like set you up with like mommy friends because yeah. my sister has no mommy friends in Philly. So uh, now sh- it makes sense. But like my sister yes, doesn't Lee, care. All like All sh- of
0: my mom, so my mom works at Penn and all of her dental students are all like young professionals who like have young families. And, you know, she like, so I was like, oh, you could probably like she has some cute like friends who she like loves. Right. You
2: know? Okay, now it makes sense, but like yeah, it was just so funny and like it was such like a mom thing to do just being like, "Hi." And my sister's like, "Hi." It's like, "What's
0: up?" <laughs> <laughs> and my mom's not shy like Lee will call anyone. I'm like mom you can't just cold call someone like she'll send me a number and be like oh I have a friend he sells car I'll be like I need a car and she's like my friend sells cars here call Andy I you know he's in the fucking suburbs I'm like mom I I don't do that like does he have an email address like I don't yeah. we we don't pick up the phone and call people like that generation where they're like always talking on the phone to people they don't even like see it's so I think strange. they just like
2: love to I'm so like sorry. or my my mom will do that too with like sales associates like she's like just becomes, like, friends with them and knows their Mm -hmm. whole backstory and, like, they know my family. It's just, it's like, I'm like, I just (gasps) want to shop. Like, do I have to talk to this person?
0: When I went to school in Boston, my mom had a a guy who once sold her, like, a pair of boots at Neiman Marcus Boston. So anytime she came to visit me in college, she'd be like, my guy. She's like, I have to go see my guy at Neiman's. Or, like, I have to call him, you know, like, or she'll, like, look for something at home in Philly and be like, you know who can get me that shoe? (laughs)
2: wait my mom in boston (laughs) like mom my mom does the same thing with woodbury common do you know that place (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know so my mom would be like like my my mom loves marnie which is like i don't even it's like designer but it's like off a little like
1: it's funky very funky
2: like but not betsy johnson funky more like I don't know, like patterns everywhere. And she'd always say the same thing. Like, oh, my guy at morning and very comments like can get me this. I was like, OK, <gasps> I
0: love it. I love your mom. Even Tell her even though she doesn't know who I am. I'm a huge fan. So I'm going to show her
2: go. for the fifth time. Yeah.
0: OK, thank you. I hope, <laughs> I, you know, maybe she'll it'll take this time. Maybe I should put on some makeup and, you know, yeah, send you a good photo. <laughs> All right. So I want to get into your jobs. Um, I know you've had a lot of jobs over the years. You have hidden talents that I guess you use for like your videos. But like you used to also like work in other jobs besides being a stand up comedian. So I want to take it back. What was like the first job you ever had in your life?
2: Okay, well, I just told the story. But so the first job, obviously, this is a very like story of like growing up in New York City. I was an intern. At the Biography Channel. It was like my mom's friend who was a dog walker. But before that, she used to work for the show Made. So, yeah. So, she was like, I think I at that point was like clearly interested in like film. But Biography Channel. in high I was like, school? I was in high school. I think I was going into college that summer. Okay. And I was always like a very anxious person kid, not like anxiety about things, but I was, I was like very dyslexic. So I was just very nervous to do like average things in like the real world. So I'll never forget. Like the first day I got there, they were like, can you go get us like four apples and I'd be like, okay, but I would call my sister like crying because I was like, they didn't tell me which color. And I was <laughs> so just like anxious. I was like, but I don't know what color. Like they didn't tell me or they'd be like, go get berry. I just was like, anything they would it tell me It sounds like get, you're I'd... working on a farm too. They're like, we want four apples from the tree on the left. Like, <laughs> like anything, you're like I would... in New York City. <laughs> yeah. I would just get like so nervous. And then oh, besides that, they had me, my duty as an intern was to transcribe New or a New Orleans cop show. Okay. So I never told them I was severely dyslexic. They have probably the worst person doing this job. So, and this was like 2000, uh, 2008, like before really iPhones, I think. And like before Surrey. So I would have to like write down the word that I didn't know how to spell. And then either like text, the only person that would answer me in the middle of the day would be like my cousin, but it'd be on like those Verizon phones, it would take like forever. Yeah. And then during lunch, I would like call my dad with like a list of like 20 words of like, how do you spell this? But I spelled everything so wrong that I like didn't even know what I was reading by the time I got to lunch. So, oh no and it was like in a like premiere like the editing software so it's not like it highlighted when something was spelled wrong so every right. it was like a mess and I would never tell them and I maybe went in like three days a week but the I think I think maybe they like knew like something was off but the worst thing that happened and this is where they like kind of let me go one day they were like can you go get a refill of soap like a refill of soap and for <laughs> some reason like the word refill was like new to me like I'd never heard of it like, I don't, I, you know what it is like when you're dyslexic yeah. and like when you're younger, like new words just like get, make you nervous. Cause like, instead of just being like, oh, what's like, even now I, I would feel stupid being like, what's a refill? Like I always <laughs> got nervous asking what certain words meant. So yeah. instead of asking, I end up going to Dwayne Reed and I asked the guy who works there. I'm like, what's a refill of soap? <laughs> And he's like, what? And I was like, and I think I, but you know what? I, I could have said it wrong. I was like, refill. And I'm like freaking out. I'm like talking to my sister on the phone. I'm talking to the CVS guy or Dwayne Reed. And then I come back with dishwashing soap. Oh no. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, what is this for? I'm like the refill of soap. And he's like, he's like, we don't have a dishwasher. <laughs> I was like, oh, I thought that's like what it was. So oh. I really like don't remember my days. I think I, they like, they <laughs> like, We're like, oh, you don't have to come in anymore after that. Oh, no. And Um, were you just
0: like, I fucked up the soap? Like, obviously this haunted you because you, like, remember this moment in time.
2: It was really, like, painful. And, I mean, now I laugh about it. But it was just a lot of, like, me running around the city, like, not knowing, like, exactly what they wanted. Yeah. Because I I, I need, like, I need someone to be like, I need, back then, it was like, I need five apples and two are going to be green. Otherwise, I would just get, like, nervous I was doing something wrong, you know? Yeah.
0: It's like, I mean, anyone would tell you, though. It's like when you someone orders a steak at a restaurant and you're just like, okay, I'd be like, well, I want it medium rare. Like, you have to, like, specify things for people right. when you're going to order certain things. I hated right. my internship. I did that. I was in Soho. And she would make me go to the organic. I didn't know half the vegetables she wanted because she was like, um, what's it called when you're, like, you're, macrobiotic? Oh, what does that mean? Um,
1: Ellen, do you know what macrobiotic is? <laughs> I don't know exactly what it is, but I know it's just, like, you can only eat, like, rice and seaweed. Like, Yeah, it's, like, sea okay. vegetable.
0: It's very healthy sea vegetables. And there was, okay, like, this restaurant so- that, like, closed down. But, like, she would get lunch from there every day. And she'd be, like, and I want this steamed. And, like, they'd be, like, we're out. And then I was, like, I don't know. Like, I know sushi. Like, I didn't know what to get her. Yeah, like, you don't know
2: what else to get. And it's, like, such not high stakes. <laughs> but you're, like, thinking it's high stakes.
0: Right. Especially because I had come back sometimes with the wrong thing and she'd like in front of me like throw it out and I was like oh my god that was like a $27 like salmon lunch special (laughs) and she's like not what I wanted and I'm like oh my god I I failed for the day like (laughs) oh it was nerve-wracking
2: I also had an I've had like a lot of internship like bad fails I guess Uh, I mean I like early on I would like babysit like that's how I would like Like, my money or whatever. But then most of the time during summers between college, I would, like, intern. Another internship I had, which was awful. I was working for some, like, literary agency. Mm -hmm. And I always was, like, oh, like, I'll get them to, like, read my script. But I didn't even, like, have a script at the time. (laughs) I was, like, I'll get it now. Like, the whatever. The woman who ran that place was, like, uh, like a bitch. Like, when I say, like, a bitch, like, evil. And the phones... Were the worst. They would always cut out, and what you had to, a- you were the receptionist. You mm-hmm. were like the free receptionist. And I'll I never... hate when
0: places do that. They're like it's an internship, but it's really free labor, and like you're not learning what they do in every day.
2: No, or like, well, we kind of like basically we would read re-scripts and I was like, this is shit. All these people. And I was like, I should just put my own in there, and I never did. And then, and then yeah, we were the receptionist but the phone would like always cut out, and you had to like tell who was on the line and then like send it to her, which is also like a bad thing for a dyslexic to like repeat something like wait what like you know and I can't hear them and I'll never forget one time she was like I could have sworn the person on the line was like it's Rob for Beyonce <laughs> <laughs> like I swear she was like and I was like what and he was like it's Rob for Beyonce and so I put Rob for Beyonce through and then she like called me like pressed the button she was like no it's Rob my fiance <gasps> <gasps> And I was just like, oh, like I couldn't hear, like the phone kept cutting out. So oh, I thought Beyonce was here today to publish Yeah, I was book. like, oh, she's doing like like a mediocre like literary place. <laughs> I also love
0: that it's like a literary, like was it, were there scripts or was it like books?
2: It was both. There was like a oh, few okay. different agents. If That's I remember. really funny.
0: Where'd you go to school? I don't even think I knew that.
2: Were you um, in so New I, York? So I went to SCAD first in Savannah, Georgia. Oh, yeah um and then I transferred to Emerson okay in Boston yeah oh we were both in Boston yeah I although I didn't like it I don't like Boston to be honest I
0: mean I moved the day after I graduated so it wasn't like I was like hanging out longer yeah but it was a good it kept me grounded I think for college because like I couldn't like leave there was like nothing to do but school
2: I right felt like
0: if I was in New York I probably would have dropped out like I really think that would have happened yeah
2: Sometimes I, like, look and I'm, like, if you're in the creative field, I'm, like, I don't even think you need college anymore.
0: I know. Uh, like, like, get on get on the app. Start making stuff. And, just, like, like,
2: start. I mean, I guess I think back to, like, when I started, like, learning how to edit. Like, I taught everything myself. I'm just, like, I should have just, like, done that. I know. You know? See these, like, 17-year-old kids on, like, YouTube giving me, like, tutorials. Mm-hmm. I I, I studied
1: film and I'm just – when I think about it, it's like I totally could have just been a PA for four years and gotten a real job.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like why did I have to like do – and I I didn't even do well in college because like – or the thing is I tried to do well, like – but the classes were like not good. Like the the gen eds I wasn't good at, but I tried. Yeah. I just like didn't understand it and I was like, I can't do this. I was bad in college
0: because I was like, people don't go to school Fridays I, we go out Thursdays, and they, and they, I, even though I had classes, I just didn't go. Wow. <laughs> Ballsy. I know. I was like, I'm doing too much musical theater for anyone to stop me. Um, oh, yeah. I didn't know you went for musical theater. I didn't. I went for TV production and editing. Oh. <laughs> but I did the musicals. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> my parents were like, you should probably, can't you, Broadway will always be there, right? You know, unless there's a pandemic. But they were like, yeah. can't you, like, do something? And I was like, well, I guess I'll do, like, TV
2: first. Right.
0: So that's what I went to school for. Yeah. But I would lie about editing because like they taught us on Avid. I'm really old. And
2: no, they taught me on Avid too.
0: They did. But I hated Avid. So I'd go home at night and redo my project on like Final Cut and like show up in class the next day. Like this got good overnight. And I'm like, what do you
2: know? Yeah, the thing I don't understand. Like they teach you Avid. I mean, this is like in 2013, but like, why would they teach you Avid? And then no one even did it. Yeah, like it just didn't make any sense. Then you get in in the real
0: world, and everyone's like Premiere,
2: Final Cut, or
0: Premiere were like the two that like people used. That I've never used Avid.
2: They didn't have us. They didn't
1: teach us in college either. It was Final Cut all the way. Like if you get a
2: job listing that's like we're looking for an someone who could edit Avid, that's like a scam. Like no one needs an Avid (laughs) editor.
0: I picture the editors on Avid or like the old timey Hollywood editors who are. maybe we're like completely wrong and like the mass Singer is like on Avid. But like I picture like old Hollywood, you know, like like back in the like glamour days when like we're doing Avid, we're making Jurassic Park and we're editing on Avid. Like that's what I picture Avid. Right. Yeah, that's what I
2: picture, too. (laughs)
0: <laughs> don't you love that I said Jurassic Park? I don't know why I went with that movie. Oh my <laughs> no, god. No, I
2: see it. I like it see like the avid, the old school software, and then like the Jurassic screens,
0: Park. Big dark rooms. Yeah. It. Lots of lots of dinosaurs. Um okay, so you went to school. And what was like your first job out of school?
2: Um okay. Did you so move I was right like,
0: back here to New York?
2: So before the summer, no, after graduation, then I internet. A post-production company but then in the post-production company there was this producer who like was just kind of using the production company space because he was like friends with the owner and he was like just this like really like cool like swaggy like 40 year old guy who like produced for commercials and like like he reminded me I'm trying to think of like out of like the movie Kids like very New York like Mm -hmm. and I thought he was really cool and then I think I would always like I wasn't like crushing on him I was like Like, business crushing. Like, I'd be like, oh, I can get anything for you. Because I was like, I'm not running up and down these places. By the way, that was also another internship where they just wanted me to get food. I was, the they had, like, a maid because it was, like, a brownstone production house. It was, like, a tiny, it wasn't, like, a huge office. And, like, the maid or, like, the house manager, um, I was her intern. I was her intern. She would make me get fucking banana, and I'll never forget. She'd always be like, "Baby, you buy ugly fruit," oh, and I was like, "What do you mean?" And she'd be like, "The fruit, the banana, is brown." I was like, no, "Wow, that means it's good." And she's like, "No, not my money, but you buy ugly fruit." Like, if she was like harassing me, I would get her cat food for her cat. I was like, I'm not doing this. You should have
0: been like, well, I used to only get apples, so fuck you. (laughs) I'm
2: like, I'm not going down to animal food after I started from the top, okay? Yeah. (laughs) Um. So yeah, I started like just kind of hovering over him, and then he was like, "Oh, I need some PA." So then I kind of became like his assistant for a little bit. That's cool. Yeah.
0: Were you on, like, commercial sets and stuff? Did he let you do more than get yeah, food? Yeah, so I was,
2: like, on – yeah, yeah. So I was, like, working with commercials, and we would, like, make, like, decks together. I actually, like, really liked working with him now that I think about it. I mean, he was kind of, like, a bullshitter. He'd be like, oh, I'll, like, get you a meeting with, like – what was that MTV website that you – it was, like, a – it was it was MTV, but they had, like, their own website where people would, like, have digital shows, too.
0: MTVU. MTV digital Yeah, I, ever... I think it was MTVU. I just like Never heard of it. This. That like came out. I like remember seeing it. It was like the yeah. college version of MTV. Like
2: I think so. And he was like, I have a connection there. And then i kind trying to think how we like lost That's a hot touch. connection. <laughs> Not M T V MTV you. Yeah. And then I don't know what happened with that. I think no, what happened was then I got Lyme disease and I like couldn't work for him anymore. And then after that, I was like, I don't want to be his per- – No, because I remember being in the casting rooms, and I was like, I don't want to be behind this. Like, I want to be the person, like, auditioning. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like – so, yeah. Were you doing comedy at it.
0: this time yet?
2: No. I, I mean, in Boston, I was always doing a form of comedy. And, like, when I was younger, I'd, like, make videos in my room, and, like, I took some, like, improv classes at UCB in high school, which is funny now because I'd always be like – I would see, like, 23-year-olds in my class. I'd be like, oh, my God. By the time I'm 23, like, I am going to be so like, big. <laughs> and now I'm, like, old, you know. So I thought I thought was, like, the young prodigy kid. Like, I was so excited. And so, yeah. And then, no, in Boston, what I would do was Emerson actually had, like, a huge, like, comedy yeah. Um extracurricular stuff but I like always like fucked up the auditions like I never did well so I never like I think I made it into like the worst comedy group you can make it to it was like kind of like the loser group and so I was like I don't want to do this like no one's funny here so then they had um <laughs> do you guys know Moth like the storytelling yeah. mm-hmm. they had like a rip off version of that in Boston called Mass Mouth and okay. I didn't know about this <laughs> and-, and I would do it and but people were telling like not really comedy. It was very much like storytelling. Yeah, like The
0: the dark stories. Like they're Yeah, all so it would be like sad. dark
2: and they would take you everywhere. So they were doing that and I would go up there and just tell a story about like my Jewish mom. Be like, well, my mom, like she's crazy. And it would be like, so I guess I was like doing like a form of stand-up, like storytelling. Yeah. You were so- like the funny
0: one on the show and people probably love that because I've been to The Moth where there's like eight stories that are all like dark and it's like scary and then there's like one person who gets up there and they're like I'm gonna like make you laugh right now and like yeah um, like relief
2: yeah so that's what I would do and then so at like 24 24 I think that's when I started doing like stand-up and like really getting into it but but when I was sick with Lyme disease I was making like that's when I started getting really more into videos I was like editing and shooting all these like videos about Lyme disease and then like Glamour magazine like wrote this little article about me and stuff so that's
0: very cool like I didn't even I knew this after the fact I didn't know you then when you like were making those videos I've seen them since I've like known you but like that's very impressive that you were like I don't know you were young and you were like diagnosed and you were sick and you're like fuck it I'm just gonna like make content about it and like I know
2: now I'm like oh, I should have stuck with it I could have been like the really popular line now I'm just like now I'm like the girl that would like randomly get a dm being like I remember like loving your videos like years ago I'm like thanks
0: <laughs> you still make good videos but I just yeah. think it's cool that like you know people when we're young and stuff like so many people I think especially now like during a pandemic they're like I don't know what to do like there's nothing to do and right when you're told like hey you're sick like you have to be home you have to like you know you can't like do much right now you were like, yeah. I'm going to turn this into, like, a TV show.
2: <laughs> right, yeah. So I would, like – and then I'll never forget there was some drama in the Lyme community. I posted a video <laughs> of me doing, like – not to brag, but –
0: I love it. She's like, not
2: to get, not to bring
0: Bravo back in here, but they should really check out what's going on in the Lyme
2: community. <laughs> yeah. So basically I did some, like, video. I think the, the time I was, like, in bed because I had to do, like, an IV antibiotic, so – Mm. By the time I was – that was, like, eight months. So I think I maybe made, like, one YouTube video a month, which is so funny now where it's, like, you have to pump out, like, three videos a day.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. But – so I did one video. It was, like, man on the street asking people if they've heard of Lyme disease. And clearly I was going up to people that, had like, never heard of it. And it was in Harlem. And so I posted it. And people at this point, like, started really liking my videos. Mm-hmm. And this one guy was, like, no, no, there was a girl – who was 15 and she, would, like, she was like my fan and she'd be like, she messaged me one day, I'll never forget. And she's like, letting you know there's another Facebook group for Lyme disease you're not a part of and they're bullying you. They're talking shit about you. Oh no. Oh, wow. And I was like, what's going on? And she's like, hold on, I'll bring you in. I was like, but bring you in. And so it's like all over Facebook. It wasn't even like we were doing video. Right. So this the girl's like, okay, me and Tori are here. Like who's the one that like posted about Tori's video on the other like Facebook group saying that like she didn't have Lyme and then the guy comes out not comes out like types like it was in this is like all in like a thread like it was me like you know I don't think it's like really like it wasn't funny she's like running around the city like some of us are in wheelchairs and then my like 15 year old fan wrote this I'll never forget she was like you know, no bullying's allowed, like, we already go through all this shit, and, like, you know, I love Tori, I mean, yeah, this wasn't her, like, best video, but, (laughs) 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 but, like, don't bully her, and then I came out, and I was, like, you know what, like, I was, like, I had a pick line under my, like, jacket, you don't see, like, everyone, that's the problem with line. like, you look fine, and you're not, and, um, so yeah, then people started commenting on that, like, no, Tori, we love you. And then the guy like retreated. It was like such a weird. <laughs> you won the it, war. I went and I'm like, I'm not sure I'm sure everything's spelled wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> my fifth the fifty year old girl's like, actually it's spelled I'm like shut up.
0: Oh, <gasps> That's so funny though. Yeah, but you made it relatable. There are plenty of people who have Lyme disease who like aren't necessarily you know, there's a it's a spectrum, right? Of like how yeah. how you are and like also you're like a young girl. I like that you know, people could relate to you and, like, you can right. – Even if it wasn't Lyme disease, even if you have something else that's, like, bothering you or that's wrong, you know, like, you can find the funny in it. I don't know. That's why yeah. I did this when I lost my job. I was like, oh, there's a lot of people without jobs. Like, let's just talk about it and, like, shitty jobs we had.
2: So I feel like everyone's, yeah, had, like, a shitty – I've had a lot of just shitty, like, internships, which I don't really know what that says about me.
0: It sounds like you, you needed to get paid at some point more. <laughs> You're I like, oh, another kept, like, internship, this one could could be, they're going to read my script at this one. That's what you are saying. I think,
2: I think like every internship, no, another internship I had was um, at a casting agency and it was like a really big like one for like indie movies mm-hmm. and I'll never forget there was a, another intern. Okay, I think I'm like 19 at this point, this intern's 28, which like now I'm 29 so it's like not even, but I get it. She was doing it because she wanted to be, like, cast in more things and, like, the casting agency was, like, helping her, like, get an agent. She's only doing it once a week. okay. So, like, I can, like, see that, you know? Like, maybe something, I would do something like that now. Like, I understand, like, the transaction. No, you're not allowed
0: to get an internship now. I'm not allowing it.
2: (laughs) But, but, like, back then, I was like, what a fucking loser. This, like, (laughs) 29 eight-year-old is, like, an intern? Like, what a loser. I was like, and then obviously she was the best intern. She's, like, really good. You know, she picks up the phone and this casting agency was like the same thing the person on the other line would give you an insane amount of info because they were trying to pitch their client so they'd yeah. be like my client Tom was in like the last two scenes of the Sex and the City 2 movie and now he's going to be in this and that and can I talk to blah?" and I would have to like memorize all of that and what would come out would be like Tom <laughs> like he on phone and they'd be like okay like I did let me do it for an hour I fucked up and I didn't have, like, the heart to sit. And I would always ask, like, is there anything I can do? They would say no. But my it was, like, my mom's friend of a friend. So it was, like, they just kind of, like, let me sit there. I would just get them lunch mm-hmm. once. So it was – that, I think, was, like, the worst internship. It was eight hours a day. I would just look at Perez Hilton all day long.
0: <laughs> I love that your mom – like, our moms are very similar in that way where they're, like, I know someone. Like, she'd be, like – Yeah. I, my mom had a friend who, like, produced, like – planet of the apes and he like lived in LA and I'm like okay and she's like he can get you a job at a place in New York I'm like no he can't
2: like you don't know how it works like well I tell my mom that she has dead people connections now
0: oh no like she'll be like my (laughs) friend's
2: like husband is like a very big comic well he used to be he's dead now but like I'm like you give me like people that are like half in the dead grave connections like what am I gonna do with these connections
0: right is she still trying to do
2: it though No, she stopped. This was, like, a few years ago. Oh.
0: My mom still will be like, "Ah, I found out information. And I'm like, ooh. She's like, he's a SAG member. And I'm like, big fucking deal.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, that makes sense, too. Yeah, my mom will always be like, I'm trying to think of the most recent, like, person she's tried hooking me up with for comedy. No, you know what my dad will do the worst? He'll be like, he'll read some article that, like, obviously, like, I'm at the level now where, like, if a person's in a magazine or like New York Times or something, like I know that comic. Like I personally have been on shows with them. Like, you know, sometimes maybe they're a little above me, but like I know who they are. And I'll be like, did you hear about this? I'm like, yeah, dad. It's my fucking competition. Okay, I don't (laughs) need you to like rub it. It's like, did you read the article? I'm like, no, I don't want to read the article. Yeah. Like, you think I enjoy this? Yeah. He's like, I'm just trying to be nice. Like I thought maybe you could do something with them. I was like, no. (laughs) Or always be like, You know, because he's a dentist and it will always be like, my friend's son's taking improv classes. I was like, I don't want to talk to this person. (laughs)
0: Right. Yeah, they're always trying to, like, connect you. You never know. Um, It's funny because I feel like I was connected to someone years. This just reminded me. Years ago, like, a friend from camp is like, my other friend, he's moving to New York from San Francisco. Like, he just graduated college. And I was like, oh, great. I'm, like, 25 already. Like, I'm, like, so old. Right. And she was like, if you want to just talk to him, like, about which comedy school to take classes at or whatever. Uh, fast forward, like, 10 years later, he's been, like, a top SNL writer for, like, years now. And I was like, oh, my God. I remember when we had that phone call. And I was like, oh, you're my friend's friend. Like, that's cool. Like,
2: <laughs> See, I'm, like it's always those pe- – it really is that. <laughs> like, I feel like I had that with something, too. and Or – yeah, it's, oh my God, it's so annoying.
0: And I was like, I must have given him the best advice ever because he got the job. Like, he yeah, got he it.
2: got it. He got the comedy job.
0: Right? And he sees me doing a podcast called Unemployed. And he's like, poor <laughs> Anna. I can't believe I ever actually had a call <laughs> He's with like, her. should I
2: give her the advice now?
0: <laughs> Probably. I, I mean, he should. He should give all of us the advice. Um, <laughs> was there ever a period when you were like fully unemployed and you were like, fuck, I am not I'm not in the career I want yet. I am not doing a job I like, or I'm like, I don't have anything right now. Or have you always kind of like had gigs?
2: Well, okay. So then after I got like better from Lyme disease, not better, but I started then working like part-time for my mom. She owns like fitness studios. Her and my sister like own Chase Fitness together. It's like Pilates dance. Mm -hmm. And so I would do that, but then I would like, cause I only, I really couldn't like the thought after the Lyme disease of like being in an office for eight hours, like, I was uh, like, I, I couldn't do it, so I had to have something that was, like, part-time, and I want- started doing the comedy at night, so I did that for a while, mm-hmm. and then then I started doing more editing jobs. Then it was, like, freelance, which was, like, making my own schedule. That but was I when I, I met
0: I... you. You were editing on, like, multiple shows. I feel like at Viacom. Were you at Viacom? For oh, Vi? yeah.
2: So I was, like, I, we're refiner 29. I think I was at for, like, a while. Okay. Like, a year, which I, like, kind of hated working there, because, like... Well, one I like wanted to do more on camera stuff, and they didn't like really let me. And like all these other people were doing it, um, and like they paid you so shit for like the editing work. It was like, you know, you were do- it was like an insane amount of work. And but
0: I have so many friends who've worked for those. Like, I mean, Ellen used to work at Pop Sugar. Like, if they know you can edit, they're like, yeah. "Oh, you can edit!" Like, we need to churn yeah. out more and more content, and they'll like stick you. Even like friends who were hired to be like writers or on camera, and then it's like they find out they can edit, and they're like, "Oh, you're an editor now!" Like. We yeah. Need you.
2: And the faster you are, like the better you are at your job, I think that's when the one moment I was like, I don't want to be here. Like, I mean, I got to do like some like on camera stuff through Snapchat, but I wanted to like just do my own thing. Like, there were so many people at that job that was like, I'm just like an on camera talent. Yeah. And I think that's when I was like, I can't do one more thing of like doing these editing videos of these girls, trying things. Like, I just, I can't do it. I was like, I need to leave. I was just getting so annoyed like editing other people. Yeah. Um, so that's when I like quit that job mm-hmm. or like left. But I actually have a fucked up thing. If you want to hear, I won't say the company. Not that it like matters, but it was another like female digital media. It started as an Instagram, uh-huh. and then they are now like a company and stuff. So
0: yeah, I know this it. is.
2: Un- I'm sure you know it. We'll this chat. Is a-
0: we'll chat offline afterwards. But oh, yeah. do yeah, I? Yeah, I think I know it Did too. I? <laughs> <laughs> Ellen really? and I both done. Yep, yeah. But keep going. I love hearing okay. shit stories about it.
2: So I, this was after Refinery and this is like, they were just starting the video team and I had known someone there who, I always said, I kept DMing the person being like, if anyone, if you ever need an editor or like a producer, like I would love to work there. And then they were like, we're actually looking for editors. I was like, this is great, mm-hmm. I'll get on the ground floor. Cause I think the problem was with the Refinery, I was too late, like they were already like, if you came in like a year prior to me, you could be anything you want in that company. Mm-hmm. But I came in as as an editor and they were like, well, that's your role. Right. Whereas like this other company. And they were doing like, already like
0: branded stuff and everything. It was right. very like.
2: Like it was a full-time like company. It didn't seem like a place that right. like I could grow into other roles. So I was like really excited about this. And I had a meeting and they were like, okay, so for two different sets of videos, you're going to be making different rates. And I thought that was like weird, but I was just so excited to, like, work at, like, this company I thought was going to, like, take off my career. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, fine. Like, it's fine. So one of them was, like, a normal, like, hourly rate as my editor. But then the other one was, like, a flat rate of, like, like, I'm trying to think, like, eight, not even 80, like, 70 per video, which they're like, it shouldn't take per you long. It, they're like per video. They're like, it should take you maybe an hour because basically <laughs> what they wanted me to do was like take an already existing article and just like place it into the video. And I was like, okay, the next thing I know I was, this is only two weeks in. I no. was like, this is taking me all day. Like I can't live off of $70 a day. Like this is insane. Like no one was communicating. Like, I was the editor, but then there was a girl who was, like, a video producer. I guess she was giving me the notes from the boss. And it was, like – and then it was just too much. So one day, I like, went to the main – the video girl, like, the – I guess, like, not my boss, but the person communicating for me was, like, listen, I told them what's happening. Like, I can only do my job. I have to protect myself. Like, you should go in and stick up for yourself. Mm-hmm. So I went in. And I told him, I'm like, these videos take a lot longer than an hour. And the girl was like, well, you should just, you're just gonna get faster then. And if not, like, it was great knowing you. What? Uh. And I was just like, and I had been at Refinery where that was like, I mean, there was like a lot of great things at Refinery 29, but I think it made me like a really fast. I think there was a, like, it was like editing school like boot camp there. Like, I, if someone tells me I'm a slow editor, that like pisses me off like yeah. so much. Cause I'm like, I know I went to like, Trained boot camp. Like, I went to the Barry's boot camp of editing at Refine 29. <laughs> it was like eight hours a day, like nonstop, like crazy. You gotta put the graph, everything. So, like, you're telling me I'm a slow editor? Like, I know that's not right. true.
0: And they don't know how to do the job. That's why they're right. just like. That,
2: I think, is the biggest problem with any job where you're like doing something creative. The person who is hiring you does not know how to do it. So, they think it should only take an hour to do this yeah. thing that actually takes five hours to do. So, I'll never forget. I was at home editing because you could like leave and come into the office. There was no like set time. And I get an email and it was like, okay, so we want you to hold off on the Paris Hilton video. Thank you so much for trying out as an editor. I'm like trying. Out. I'm like, is this is a school play, but we're going to try um, different editors right now and we'll like let you, we'll, we'll get back to you, blah, blah, blah.
0: They're like, so- we're going to find an intern who's not going to like complain about any of the money or like time they're putting in.
2: Yeah. I mean, I just like good couldn't for you. believe it. I mean, I guess it's good, but then I then my friend now, she works there and I I feel good because I she, I'll never forget she was like, "How much are you telling them like what's your rate?" And I was like, "This should be your rate. I'm getting screwed over. I'm about to go tell the person." And she's still there, but she's making like the like the normal rate of an editor. So, good. I feel good doing like my justice for that, mm-hmm. but also kind of like annoyed that I never got like a fucking email being like Hey, sorry, we paid you seventy a day.
1: Yeah, no, it was
2: insane. That's unheard of. That's like so low. Yeah,
1: it's that's crazy. Not well, right.
2: they couldn't say anything because you're like a freelancer. I, you know what it was? They also had like a. They were more about writing articles, um, so I think that's what they were going off of, mm-hmm. like a like a writing article. Like I don't write articles, so I don't know how much like an article should go for. But I think that's what it seems like they were trying. Oh to no, they it wanted to. me to
0: write articles. If it's the same place that I'm thinking of, and I remember them saying like in a month I should pitch three articles a week. So that's like what twelve a month, and I would get paid a hundred twenty dollars at the end of the month. And I was like,
2: Oh my god, that's nothing. Huh? I was like and and they were, I'm like oh, I'm
0: sorry. So technically I could publish 12 of these and that, that's $10 an article.
2: No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> Digital media is crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's it's But insane. they have money. That's the thing I don't get.
0: Yeah. But do they have respect or business, you know, like CEOs they're coming in with their like paid, you know? Yeah. Not cool. Anyway, I no. love that we just did that without mentioning them once, and like I can't wait to tell you about my experience <laughs> afterward. I've told it on the pod before many times, but oh okay, ugh. But um, that's oh uh, that makes me so angry. But like also, I feel like oh my god, I'm not the only one that they fucked
2: over. Like yeah. Don't you love that we're been... saying
0: they, I, you know,
2: you know, we know it.
0: We know it. OK, I'm sorry. That got juicy. That got really fun.
2: That was very juicy.
0: Yeah. OK, so what are you what have you been up to now? Because you were editing, you were doing comedy. Now you're you're kind of an influencer. I mean, like it's the dream job. I'm not going to like.
2: I mean, I get. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like a full time So I basically like right now what I've been doing is I still have my like freelance editing gigs and then, which is like kind of, you know, like the way I make money and then I'll have like some branded stuff and then just like been pumping out like a lot of videos. Like I'm kind of, I was really obsessed with TikTok in the beginning and then I kind of got annoyed with it Mm -hmm. and now I'm back in it because I've been, I don't know, there's like so many people I follow on TikTok that I've become weirdly obsessed with. One,
0: I need help helps... finding better TikToks. So I need you to guide because we need to talk. You've even taught classes in this, but I only yeah. get like food and grandma TikToks. That's all I see.
2: Well, I think they look in your. So one, I was following. This is not something you want to follow, but she's doing OK. I was obsessed with this mom of five who had cancer and she would do these like dances. It was the same dance and it was just telling her story. And every she has like millions of followers and you just became Like, just obsessed with her story. Then I follow this other girl who is, like, the Carrie Bradshaw. She has, like, a million followers on Instagram. She started doing these, like, dating, like, TikTok videos. And her life just seems so cool. And I, like, follow her. So I'm kind of trying to, like, take her... up. Not take her up, but I'm like, oh, I'm inspired by her vlogs. Maybe I can make them more like instead of influency, like funny, like this is what happens in my day. Yeah. Um,
0: You've done some of those. I like yours. Yeah. You do. Or you'll like talk about a bad date or you'll talk about your mom or.
2: Right. So, yeah, I guess like, yeah, I just been doing like a lot more videos and yeah, I'm doing the podcast with my mom and I started another podcast with my friend in L.A. called Cheap Mascara. And basically, the concept is like you know how every girl's kind of like the best type of investigator. Like we're like the untrained FBI. Like we're so good at like stalking your boyfriend or stalking things about pop culture. Yeah. So we kind of just like investigate like everything on the show.
0: Yeah. Like Jared and I, uh, I'll be like, I didn't. I'll be like, did so and so break up? Like I haven't seen a photo in like three months, and like we're in a pandemic. Like
2: right. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: I don't know. Shit like that. Is that good investigation? Yeah, we'll
2: do that. We'll do, like, we have different segments. Like, one is called, like, Nancy Drew, and it will be, like, something that's happened that week where we, like, have to, like, I had this STD, and I didn't know where it came from, and I was like, I was like, all right, we have to Nancy Drew this. Like, we had to, like, figure out the plot, and then we have this other segment, which is called Obituary, where mm-hmm. we talk about, like, celebrities that week that, like, killed their career reputation. Uh-huh. Like, what did they do? Um and then we have this other thing called, like, graph erection where we basically tell you, like, what graphs, like, look like dicks and why do they look like dicks. <laughs> I love so, that. Yeah.
0: That's very fun. Yeah. Oh, my God. So doing, doing a lot of things. Yeah, you are. But you're still editing. That's, like, that's been your, like,
2: survival job. Like, yeah, not survival,
0: and- but you know what I mean. It's not – you don't want to be a professional editor when you grow up.
2: No, but, like, <laughs> right now it's, like – it's great. Like I will, you know, someone will be like, can you do this now? And I'll be like, why not? I'm at home. Like I can make my money. I'm like, I just like that I could do it. And I know I'm good at it. And it's, it's easy for me. It's not like a, like, oh, I can't do this. Yeah. So, and I can do it on my own time. So it feels, it's like the perfect kind of thing for yeah. me.
0: It's also like so impressive. I mean, we talk a lot, we talk to a lot of comedians on the podcast and I feel like you can't just like wait around for an audition or like just go do Shows at night, like you really need to like be a a, a tr- you need to have all the tricks in your bag, like and yeah. if you can edit, that's like huge, especially in like this world now with like all the platforms you can make shit on.
2: Yeah, I I do enjoy it. I don't <laughs> think there's anything I don't like about it. <laughs> Nothing really. <gasps> or people always be like shocked. They'll be like, "You edit?" I'm like, "What do you think? I'm like dumb? Like I don't know how to edit?" <laughs> that or is then funny. I I love to, or I like I love. It's funny because my because you girl. Would, They're
0: like, you edit, you touch a computer. I don't
2: know. Or my friends will be like, it's amazing you like don't know how to spell anything, but like you're so good at editing. I'm like, that is true.
0: But it's Which a creative. Makes sense. It's a creative. Right, it's visual. Thing. Yeah, it's
2: such visual. Visual.
0: Thank you. I was like, it's the crea- It's the right brain. It's not the left. Is that right? Right brain.
2: Mm, the left. Of the- I mean, you're literally asking the wrong person. <laughs> One no of idea. us is the creative
0: side. I know that. I definitely know that.
2: It should be the left because that would make more sense. I feel like they always say like lefties are more creative, right? Yes. But I don't know. I'm just saying this. I'm a righty. Whatever. Oh, Missed okay.
0: Um, wait, I wanted to know, tie this into your mom and your parents because you always do your comedy and stuff with them. Um, do they support this job that you went into of being a comedian slash performer or did they want you to be the dentist like of the fam?
2: Um, I think my mom, like, always supported me. I think my dad, well, my parents, like, grew up, like, listening to Howard Stern. So they would be, like, my dad would be, like, what career is this for her? Like, she's never going to meet anyone. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, like, Dad, I'm not on Howard Stern. Like, relax. And I think now he's, like, gotten over it. But I think, like, in my earlier 20s, he was, like, how is she going to survive? You know what I mean? Because that's when I was, like, working more with them. So I think now, Yeah. I think now they're, like, fine about it.
0: Yeah. And they come to your shows and everything. and like
2: Yeah. They're, like, it makes sense. Like, in your high school, you would just be, like, in your room making videos. And then now they're, like, you're still doing the same thing. I was, like, yeah, but I'm getting paid for it. Like, relax. (laughs) You
0: know? I'm not. Jared and I just put out that video. We're, like, who is this for? Why are we doing this? We spent four days. Yeah, but I don't get
2: paid for, like, all. Which video? Which, have I not seen it? Which one? We put
0: out, uh, it's an eight. It's a seven parody. Do you know the movie Seven with... Morgan Freeman. Oh, wait. So I
2: saw your poster and I was excited to see... Uh, what, it, came what, it came out. You okay, know, I, I don't
0: to... think it's been... Many people have seen it as much. And that's an algorithm thing. Like, our notebook yeah. one, like, popped off. But not this one. So... And I like well, this one more.
2: I think what you have to kind of do, or like what I tell myself about these videos, because like you know, I did did I did like a Russian doll parody one. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's so that so one funny. I put like so much work in and it's it like okay. But I was like, you know what? Like, even though it didn't go like viral, like I'm happy with that video. Like yeah. I feel like I would want to like show people that. Whereas like sometimes these like stupid videos I do on TikTok it like,
0: you know, I know like, I always say of that thousands I'm of like views. drunk on my couch and I'll film something. And it's like, wow, that's my best TikTok I've ever done. And I put right. like, four days of work and we edited it and we bought stuff for it. And we were like, oh my God, it did terrible. Yeah. That always is
2: you know, it's But weird. then I'll do, like, videos like that where I'm, like, it's stupid. And I'm, like, yeah, this is stupid. Like, it doesn't do well. So I think you just, like, I think that's, like, the exciting thing about TikTok or, like, social media. It's, like, you never know what's going to do well. Yeah. Like, because I've had, like, good feelings about certain videos. And then they will do really well. And then sometimes they won't. But it's always, like, oh, I know this is, like, a solid idea. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of just have to be, like. Well, I'm happy that like it's out there and I did it because I've always wanted to not, even though it is upsetting. And you have to try it all, I think, too.
0: Like throw it all, you can always delete or whatever, but like throw it all out there and like see what pops off.
2: Right. All right. I'm going to watch the video now because I don't, yeah, Instagram, I don't know what the fuck's going on. They like hide people.
0: It's weird, but don't watch it right now. Watch it afterwards. No, no,
2: I'll watch it (laughs) after. No, no. (laughs) She's going to watch
0: my video live? Wow.
2: (laughs) No, no, that's right. Someone once did that to me. Not on a podcast. I think it was on a date. And they're no, like, hold on, let
0: me watch a video.
2: <laughs> it was like so uncomfortable. That was really and it was like my stand-up. I was like, this is so uncomfortable. <gasps> oh I was my so god. Fucking
0: that is so weird. Yeah. Okay. Ellen, wait, we're trying to play games on the pod now. Ellen put together a game for us. Uh oh, I'm excited. Okay, can we play a quick game before we before we end this beautiful conversation? I feel like I could talk to you for like two more hours. I know. But-
1: yeah. So we've playing this game with our guests where um we tell you about three weird or old jobs that don't exist anymore and then you have to rank them in terms of like the job that like which one you would want as your job as and then like the one that you would like never want to do okay um okay so here's these almost
0: i feel like if you told me what these were i would have no idea that's a fun game, too. Guess okay. what this job
1: was. I mean, See, that's another that's another game we're working on. So these are okay. 19th century jobs that don't exist anymore. So here's the first one. Oh, wait, what do I rate it out of one out of 10? No, you um, can just pick no, like which just... one
0: you like the most. Oh, OK, OK. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. got this. We got
1: this. OK, <laughs> this so is a really high tech game. OK, <laughs> yeah. OK, so the first one's called a knocker up. And so this job is basically a human alarm clock. They would tap on people's windows at a specific time to wake them up. So this this doesn't exist anymore. So that's the first one. Okay, second one is called a lector. And this is a person who would stand in the middle of a factory and read out loud to the factory workers while they're working to like keep them
2: entertained okay Um, like the uh, first audiobook basically yeah basically
1: (laughs) or or like a radio a human radio um and the The last stand-up comedian of the office yeah
0: yeah
2: (laughs) i mean i mean let's face it i'm sure some of our friends have been like i had a weird gig i had to like do performance in front of factory workers yeah i've done that (laughs)
1: Okay, the last one um, is a, you'll probably f- figure out what this is pretty quick. It's a bowling alley pin setter. So before mechanical <laughs> oh, pin you had to do it set- yourself. setters existed, there was a person who would pick up all the pins, and, like put them back in the formation. Oh, so I thought out that of those person. Three, which one would you most like to have as sub-
2: your profession? Okay, well, the last one you said, I thought the people were like the actual pins. I was like, this sounds like <laughs> be- it sounds like abuse. Like, why yeah, does everything sound like abuse?
1: Painful.
2: <laughs> I thought that's what it was. I think, well, listen, we know we're not gonna I'm not gonna do number two where I'm gonna have to cold read some shit <laughs> for eight hours. And you're gonna have to once- ask a
0: lot of people how to pronounce it or like what is <laughs> I'm like, word? wait, wait, wait.
2: I know you're like shipping something, like you know, like your arm might fall off, but is it a B or is it a D? Just like one question. Okay, okay, okay. I go to the other person. Um, I would definitely do the waker upper, the alarm clock. I'd love for you to one. come
0: wake me up. Knock on my window. <laughs> yeah,
2: rise and shine, bitch. <laughs> that seems fun. It's like, yeah, you don't think that's also a good like COVID job because mm. you're like through the glass. Yeah, you mm. don't have to go. You don't have to be in close proximity to someone.
1: Just knock
0: on right. the window and then they just off. need a better name. Knocker up sounds like yeah. It's uh, a weird. I'm name. gonna
1: impregnate
2: you. <laughs> well, it sounds like something from um Hand Tale. Yeah. Well. Actually, this right? job was
1: popular in Britain and Ireland, so that might have something to do with the uh, knock her a, up. Okay, maybe like sort of British sounding <laughs> knock her I'm up. I'm gonna
0: change it to the wake her up.
2: Yeah, that knock her up sense. definitely sounds like sexual. We uh, Yeah, I wonder. I'm, that would be like such a like a funny like like it started with a like a like a romance like it was in 2000 and. <laughs> 20 Someone but like what an odd job like every morning you know instead of like oh we saw them on the subway it's like every morning they would wake me up yeah and I just knew <laughs> I love this idea let's make you it <laughs> yeah like it's like you know or maybe it's like starts with like every day I would see this person on the subway but now COVID hit I don't but then all of a sudden I saw them work at a job like and it's like no it's not barista it's my waker upper you know and then it's like <laughs> like they're like I yeah. smell romantic comedy blow on the glass
0: like in the cold like, huh, like high yeah <laughs> <laughs> I love it what about yeah, the bowling alley the pin I'd setter watch. that sounds like a great like survival job where I could just like listen to like music all day or like eat and like oh every time someone bowls I have to go set up a pin like that seems like a bullshit job I would
2: but make. I feel like you would if you listen like you might get hit that seems like a dangerous job to me no um Maybe it was uh, the picture that they had
1: with this um, with this job was like a really cute girl, like in the back of a bowling alley. She looked like a pinup girl almost. and I was like, yeah, I guess it's sort of just another like world. uh, It was like the cocktail waitress. Yeah, like a cocktail waitress, like bartender sort of thing. I don't know. That's funny. Yeah. All right.
0: So you're going to be what was first?
2: Knocker up. knock yeah, upper. Knock upper. Yeah, the knocker upper. And the knocker upper. That's my number one. Yeah. Got
1: That's it. That's my only one. And the lector is like, nah, because. Yeah.
2: yeah. I'm so picky for like not even being in this century. I'm like, actually, I'll just do the first one. Thank you.
1: <laughs> but we're going to make it today. Yeah. <laughs> it's a COVID version of it.
0: We're bringing it back. 2021. Yeah.
1: Knocker uppers are coming back.
0: I love it. Oh but Waker Upper. We're changing it to the Wake oh, Upper. Oh, Waker Upper. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. That's yeah, I feel like knocker upper is like, you wanna be my knocker upper? That's like <laughs> that sounds like, like the sequel to like knocked up a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah. Totally. You Professional know? Or like the baby be- mama.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. That or it reminds you of like Handmaid <laughs> Tale. Like did you guys ever watch that?
0: I saw yeah. like one episode, but Oh my god,
2: I'm addicted to it. That's a really good but scary show to watch during the pandemic. Because it's like such a different world, but it seems like it could end be so real, kind of like our world. Yeah. Even though it's not about a pandemic, but it's about like a huge change. Well, you've seen an episode, so you get it. Yeah. It gets too real, basically. Yeah.
0: Maybe I should watch more. Most people have told me, give it another shot and
2: watch more. So Um,
0: That's it. Tori, thanks for doing this. This was so fun. Oh, my God. Thank you. I'm so happy to have you on. Um, Yes.
2: I have to have you on. Got it for my mama. Oh,
0: my God. I would love.
2: Tell everyone where we can go find you and find your pod. Okay. Yes. So I okay, so all my podcasts, the one with my mom called Got It from My Mama, and the one with my friend, Cheat Mascara, we reinvestigate. We're face fake investigators. Um, they're all on iTunes and Spotify. And actually, my mom's podcast, Got It from My Mama. It's on full episodes on YouTube, which is like funny to watch us because we look so similar and we argue and stuff. Yeah. And then follow me on all of their accounts at Tori Piskin. T o r i p i s k i n. Love it, love thanks it Thanks for having me. Thanks
0: for doing this. I miss you, and this is so fun. I'll hang out with you when I come to LA because you also live with my friend. So,
2: but yeah, when are you coming? Oh, yeah. I don't we know. We'll talk off air. We will. All right, about the <laughs> we do. Okay, that's okay. it.
0: That's another episode of Unemployed. Oh my God, go listen to all the other episodes. Thanks for uh, thanks for sticking around and check out the Patreon if you want to see our beautiful faces. Patreon.com slash unemployed podcast. Bye-bye. What's up, everyone? It's Anna, and I am here with a little post-game episode. No, I'm just kidding. I'm here to tell you about our Patreon. We have an amazing Patreon. We're posting videos of all of our episodes every week, and everyone who donates to the Patreon is allowed to see those, and we would love for you to join in. But right now, i got to give a shout-out to our patrons who are donating money to us, who we appreciate and we love. Shout-out to Lori Jackson, Jeannie Logan, Chris Arneson, Oscar UN, Ken Levin, Vic Taylor. Harry and Jonathan editor you guys are awesome thank you so much for supporting this podcast and me and Ellen and everyone else who out there who's unemployed we really appreciate it and if you want to join you can just go to patreon.com slash unemployed podcast and like you can just donate five dollars a month or something really small you know anything anything helps and we love it and we are here for you and we will keep putting these out until until we're all so successful that we have absolutely no time to make a podcast just kidding but check out the Patreon. Thanks. Love you. Bye.